Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Apple controls some 80% of the podcast landscape, which automatically makes me want to fight this monopoly. But sometimes services are the biggest because they're the best. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Apple makes a great punching bag for a lot of people in the podcasting business. But on the other side, Apple's the king. They maintain massive dominance in podcasting space. These two opinions seem to be mutually exclusive, don't they? Well, welcome to the wild, weird, wonderful world of podcasting. So about a year ago, almost to the day, but I'm probably a couple of weeks short of that, I penned an article on Medium that was called, get the exact title here, Your Hatred of Apple Podcasts Isn't Helping. I published on November the 8th, 2017, so almost two years ago. Got a lot of reactions, exactly as I expected it to, uh, some good, mostly what? <laughs> kind of common, was, wasn't, wasn't too far off that one. But I think it's time for us to go back and think about that once again, because I'm kind of hit or miss, depending on my day uh, of the week and how I feel about things and where the life, where the world is sitting. I can either be a big fan of Apple or I can be a harsh critic. But that's life as a professional contrarian, man. We deal with this weird bifurcation of our brains, those of us that have this. But I sometimes think that that sends a mixed message to my audience. Now, the good news is you, the working podcaster, my audience, you, it's okay to give you a mixed message. I don't need a constant, continual thing because opinions change over time. My opinions change over time. Best practices change over time. So let's go back and think about this whole idea of, of Apple's dominance in the, in the space, as it were. So when I say Apple controls like 80% of the podcast, that, that's not... If you're thinking, well, but that's not true, Evo. Apple downloads only account for 60% on average. And for my show, it's less because I did this and this. That's not what I mean. When I say that Apple controls 80% of the podcast landscape, it's that if your show's not on Apple, it doesn't get to lots of other places like, you know, Overcast and lots of the other directories that rely on Apple podcasts as being the default, the de facto keeper of all podcasts. So, as has been mentioned by uh, several people, I, I think my friend James Cridland summed it up, if you tick off Apple and get kicked out of Apple Podcasts, you're effectively kicked out of everywhere else. And everywhere being, you know, except for the 20% of places you do directly control. Apple plays a really big role. That's one thing I want to keep in mind. The second thing I want to keep in mind is 
something I learned from uh, Mr. Andrew Yang, gentleman running for president of the United States of America for 2020. He's not going to win. He's not going to get the nomination, although I like a lot of what Andrew Yang has to say. Really, really a big fan of, of Andrew Yang's message for a lot of reasons. Um, at the risk of turning everybody off too late. Here's the one thing that he said recently that makes a lot of sense. You, you, for those of you who don't understand American politics, don't worry, I'm, I'm not going into politics. But he brought up the idea that sometimes things are the biggest because they're absolutely the best. Right? I mean, he says, no one goes and bings things. They don't. <laughs> when people are searching for information online, by and large, like well over 80% of the people, they turn to Google. You could argue that Google needs to be broken up as a big monopoly, but at the same time, and I'm not going to argue that point, I'm just saying that Google's better than a lot of the other tools out there. And as someone who's worked in the direct, well, excuse me, someone who's worked in the digital marketing and advertising industry, um, some of that was doing search engine optimization, search engine marketing. If you do it right for Google, you do it right for just about everywhere else. Kind of the same thing for podcasting. Do it right for Apple. Do it right for everybody else. Sort of. It's not exactly the same thing, but it's close. The other thing that comes to mind as I think about this is um, some friends that I have in the publishing industry. Independent publishers, not with giant houses, or at least not exclusively represented by giant houses, but independent publishers. Amazon clearly rules the roost when it comes to independent publishers. For the longest time, I and many of them fought against that near monopoly, that exclusivity that that Amazon is asking for. However, Amazon has some pretty interesting superpowers. For example, if if Amazon likes you and they like your book, they can push a button. They can push a single button. I'm exaggerating here a little bit, but go with me. They can push a single button and that ebook of yours will get 50,000 sales in a day. Like that. At the push of a button. You can hate on that all you want. But at the same time, we have to be realistic and understand the massive power that that wields, which takes me back to Apple. Apple podcasting. And the article I wrote about should uh, that your hatred of Apple podcast isn't helping anything. Two years later, we can still hate on Apple, but we're not helping the situation. All of the people out there that are building competing apps and directories and services that do things differently, you may say better than Apple. Keep on keeping on. Do your thing. Do not stop innovating. Keep going. There's plenty of room for other players in this marketplace. For podcasters, however, I'm reconsidering the Apple approach. We know we've got the big players out there. Apple, Google Podcast, Spotify, right? Those guys are here and they'll be there for a while. No big change. So don't go too far down the road of doing much hatred on Apple. Don't do crazy things like try and get people to not listen over there. We've got to pay. Pay is the wrong word. We've got to be cognizant of this power that Apple wields. And we can be personally upset about it if we want. I'm choosing not to be personally upset about it anymore. It's reality. 
There's no point in being upset about something that I really can't change. Nor is there a point I think, I personally feel, about railing against it and trying to get everybody to change when they clearly don't want to. I was sitting in a room of relatively new podcasters recently, and I asked the question of what app, what service these people, and there was about a dozen, what they, what they listen on. And not surprisingly, many, I believe most, might even be there. Actually, it wasn't most, but a good, a good portion listened to Apple Podcasts, but others listened to lots of other things. So during that same time we were talking and meeting, when they were, when each people were discussing their individual shows, somebody else would say, oh, that's interesting. I think I would like to subscribe to that. Every single person that was there pulled out their phone, went to their preferred podcast listening app, and found the show that way. Hmm. We've been telling people for the longest time to send people to your website, which I still think is a good idea. But I'm wondering now about listing things like RSS feeds on the page. It's been best practice to list the RSS feed on the page of a website so people could subscribe on whatever platform that they're utilizing. But when's the last time you used an RSS feed and added it manually to your podcast listener. And you're a working podcaster. You're way more technically advanced than anybody else out there. Most people don't do that. So I'm thinking about things. It's time to reset assumption. I still say that your hatred of Apple Podcasts isn't helping, but maybe, maybe a tighter integration with Apple Podcasts might benefit us. I'll keep exploring this theme and this topic of embracing what's real. All of this week here on Podcast Pontifications. Curious what discussions come out of this. You can start conversations right here in the comments, or you can go to flick.group slash podcast pontifications, little private mobile only app just for people who listen to this show. Jump in, say some things you think about it over there. Buy me a coffee if you would like. Buy me a coffee.com slash evoterra. You can set up a monthly contribution, keep the show going for free. And if you're in business and need some help thinking about podcasting, that's what my firm, Simpler Media, does. Get in touch with me, evo at podcastlaunch.pro. Go to podcastlaunch.pro to see a list of the services we offer clients. See you tomorrow on another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, Unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit 
donations for abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.